you have arrived at key ladders podcast this podcast is all about investing in residential rental real estate your host is william anderson experienced in all things residential rental real estate give mr anderson a few minutes of your time and he will pass along some great advice suggestions or information you can use to help build wealth after this podcast please go to keyladder.com and read our blog articles consider enrolling in one of our great courses to learn more about investing in residential rental real estate thank you for coming to key ladder the topic today is going to be something that people keep asking because it's new and that is what's going to happen with investment real estate in this economy we have all kinds of politically charged issues we have huge inflation a lot of things are simply out of line with where they were in the past it's difficult to find baby formula and prices on properties seem to be softening a little bit uh, with the interest rates that are high right now people are wondering well, what's going to happen with my existing investment property let alone what's going to happen in the future and should i buy now or not well everyone has their own opinion and i have one too out my opinion and those of some other people are based on experience and I have been through two major downturns in the real estate industry over the past several decades and that helps me understand a little bit about where we are now I recall when interest rates were as high as 17 percent and now they had gone down to as low as about two and a quarter percent at least for a short period of time with the majority of people in the last couple two or three years buying and refinancing anywhere from the three to five percent range and yet interest rates now are higher which makes it a little more difficult in some cases a lot more difficult to find the right investment property now that doesn't mean that they're not going to be there what this means is that with higher interest you're going to have to pay less for the property and what i mean by paying less is not the value for example a property is worth three hundred thousand dollars and you were able to buy it for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars that is, of course is very important and i'll get to that in just a moment it is that the cost of the property where you were maybe buying in the $300,000 range before, you need to consider buying lower, not just the discount I just mentioned, but lower. If you were buying in the $500,000 range, now you need to go to the $300,000 range. If you were buying in the $600,000 range, you need to go down to the $400,000 range. That's part of the difference because you need to fit that down payment, which is a finite amount that you have, into a property. Uh, in the past, you could buy a property and hope that the appreciation of that property would compensate you in a fairly short period of time for the extra risk that you were taking when you were buying on the higher end in the uh, more costly metros and cities around the country well now it's time to start looking around and believe it or not there are lots of people that actually are looking beyond the house next door I always use that as an, uh, a mention because many people haven't ever bought property in an area where they can't quickly drive to it 
or maybe a couple of hours away at the most. And what we're looking at now is if you want to buy property, you have to go where the property is, where you can afford that property, and where that return on investment meets your goals. And that may not be in your own neighborhood or your own city or your own state even. You may have to go someplace else. The reason for that is to, as I mentioned, scale that price point down so that you can afford it. That's the first step, okay? The next step is to buy right. That means that if the property, for example, is selling for 300,000 and that's a good price for 300, if you can buy it for 280 or 260, anything you can shave off of that price with higher interest rates is going to help you hit your goals and help you get that return on investment. That percentage, regardless of where you're at, is the same. If you're looking for a 6%, for example, cash-on-cash cash return, you can get 6% if you put money into a $500,000 property or 6% if you put it into a $300,000 property. The difference, of course, is the down payment that you have to come up with. And as I mentioned earlier, that's the finite amount that you have to work with. So rather than sitting on the sidelines hoping that prices are going to drop a lot, Go out and shop and buy right today. Get that price down, assuming that you can. And if they accept your offer, great. If not, go to the next property. Shouldn't be any emotion involved here whatsoever. It should be, how can I make the most amount of money? And it doesn't make any difference where that property is located because it's just a straight investment. It's a rental property, so I can get a local rental property manager to take care of this for me, and I'm going to calculate that cost into my analysis for that property. So I'm going to start looking at properties at lower entry costs. That way I can buy maybe two rather than one, which helps to mitigate risk. You have rental coming in maybe from one property and the other one somebody is not in right now. So at least you have some cash coming in if you buy two rather than one. So even if you have the cash to go out and pay six or seven or eight hundred thousand dollars for a property, why would you do that in this economy with inflation going up? Now the good thing for anyone that is in the rental business right now is that generally across the country rents are increasing. They're increasing actually quite fast. So it's important that you recognize this, and if you do have properties already, that you've made some adjustments to be able to capture the benefits of this rental increase. Because I remember when we had that huge downturn in housing back in 2008-2009, that rents started coming down, and they came down drastically, which put a number of investors upside down. So it's the opportunity now to get that higher rent today whereas in the past if you were buying a property based on the appreciation that you'd hope it would get in a year or two years or three years it really didn't make any difference if you made a profit or not from the actual rental so you might rent the property for under market saying well that's okay because my return on investment after two years or three years is going to be great most of my income is going to come from appreciation. Well, right off the appreciation right now, because we do not have an appreciating economy at this point, except in some areas. It's not national. Real estate is local. It is not national. 
So you might look at another market that has completely different market dynamics. Maybe we have a lot of people that are coming into that market from outside of that market, pushing prices up at least right now. So it's important that you get the highest rents that you can get market rate. Take a look at the trend. If the trend is higher, then go above market rate. Keep in mind that people are making more money everywhere. There is There are increases in the minimum wage. There are people thinking about going out on strike, asking for more money. There are areas where people are unionizing and they're getting more money. So it's time for the property managers and property owners to actually cash in on that trend. And it is definitely a trend right now. And right now is in September 2022. If you listen to this in a year, things could have changed. I'll attempt to update this or remove it and replace it with something else that is much more current should the dynamics in the marketplace change. Now, one question people ask me, and I have answered on various forums and on Quora, where uh, over a million people have looked at my answers, is that I am cautious, but I am still in the market. I'm going to pay attention to the signs out there and if I see an opportunity when I'm ready, I'm going to take that opportunity. I'm not going to sit and wait and hope and wait and hope. There are risks that you have to take in life, and one of them is when you buy residential rental property. Now, I'm all about mitigating risks to the greatest extent possible, which means buying in the right area, buying at the right price, buying at the right time, which is basically a combination of the right price, right location, uh, good property, all these things that kind of come together, and that's not every day. So the opportunity to find those deals may or may not be as good as it was, but consider this. A lot of people that bought vacation rentals, for example, are going to end up putting those on the market because they bought them during the COVID period of time when they just thought, hey, I can go out there and I can work from home. And now they're finding out that they can't work from home any longer and they can't actually get to that property. And not only that, in some markets, there was an overbuying of vacation rentals and they were put on the market as short-term rentals and there are too many of them in a market and they're not all making the kind of money they were making back in the COVID days. So if someone bought a property as a vacation home and decided to rent it and thought they were going to get those costs covered, they're finding out that that's not necessarily true in their area. Now that is not true everywhere. So as I said before, real estate and short-term rentals are different in every single market. But some markets are experiencing a lot of these properties being put up for sale. Now we're not seeing the foreclosures, so don't hold your breath on foreclosures. And one reason we aren't is because there's so much value that's been built up in all of these properties that people are selling them often and walking away with a profit. What I'm saying is there will be more properties up for sale than there have been before. We're already seeing that trend now with more properties coming onto the market, which means there are more opportunities for deals. Now, there will be some desperate people out there that are sitting on a lot of equity, but they can't keep that payment going. They're, they lost a job 
or they did what a lot of people did was if they had two incomes one of them one of the persons stayed home and isn't working now and the single income cannot support that property because of the lack of income coming in as I mentioned before so all of these things are happening out in the marketplace which is good opportunity for investors to take a hard look and say hey it's time for me to jump in and then you start using all of your analytical tools everything that you would have learned if you had taken one of our courses at keyladder.com and then those courses would teach you what you need to know in order to be very very successful investing in residential rental real estate well that was a plug for our courses as I'm wrapping up here please go to keyladder.com and check out our courses and read our blog articles and listen to our other podcasts well, thank you for coming, and I'll keep you updated.